I don't know about you, but the change of seasons for me always gets me feeling a little low. I'm feeling a little sad this time of year. And so I want to talk quickly about five things that I do to instantly feel a little bit happier. But also in this podcast, I'm talking to the amazing Shannon from The Daily DIYer. Hey Clutterbugs and welcome back to the Clutterbug Podcast. So excited today we have an interview with Shannon from The Daily DIYer in a few minutes. I can't wait to share with her. But in talking with her earlier today, I was so inspired. Listen, I do a lot of interviews. I do a lot of podcasts on other people's podcasts. It's very rare that I can feel someone's positivity through a screen but I felt that was Shannon talking with her what really became apparent yes she's creative yes she is definitely like a, a, an amazing youtuber but she's so happy and positive and not just the background of where she was recording which was filled with rainbows and colors but in herself hearing her talk and and I want you to really listen to this while you're listening to her she was constantly talking about how grateful she was and how lucky she was and just complimenting the other people in her life. Every sentence, it was happiness and positivity. And that stuck out to me more than anyone else I've ever talked to before. And I started thinking about my own life and the fact that I really struggle to have a positive mindset. My first instinct is often, ugh, it's duh, it's negativity, it's negative thoughts. And I have to work really hard to try to be a more positive person, to stay in the light and not let the darkness consume me. And I don't think this is clinical depression but I am always, and I always have been, somebody who gets sad easily. And so I'm aware of this. I'm working on this. I'm working really hard to be positive. And when I start to feel my lows, I do some things to try to boost me back up. And I want you to really listen when we're talking with Shannon in a few minutes, because she mentions one thing that she does and one thing that you can do while listening to instantly feel happier. And that's at the end of our chat. So that is worth staying for because I think she's so right. And she also talks about some positive things that she does with her children, which um, is definitely something that I'm going to start incorporating and just being more mindful of to be that ray of sunshine for the people in my life. Because after talking with her, she made me feel happier. And I want the ability to do that for others too. Let's share some positivity around because I do think it's contagious. I do think it's something that we can share with others and make others feel really good. So let's jump into five ways that when I'm feeling down, when I'm feeling like and I know I'm feeling down because I'm tired. I want to crawl back in bed and I want to escape onto a screen. That's when I'm talking about feeling down. So it isn't like dark thoughts. It isn't traditional depression, 
but it is the times where I just want to escape the world. I don't want to be around other people. I don't want to be doing positive things. I don't want to be doing anything. I just want to curl up with a blanket, get cozy, eat a bunch of stuff and escape. But that leads to negative thoughts. That leads to me being more tired and more lethargic. And so here's some things that snap me out of that. And the first thing is music, music. And for me, it's not the music. I'm not recommending my music to you because I like to listen to like nineties ghetto rap, you know, it's like apple bottom jeans and, and whatever. That's fine. There's some Eminem mixed in there. There's some like DMX, you know, if I'm really feeling like I got to get up and get moving. And maybe it's the music that makes me happy, but it could also be the fact that that type of music gets me up and shaking my booty. And when I'm shaking my booty, I can't help but feel happy. So having this Spotify playlist, and I have an Apple Watch that I play music for them. So anytime I'm like, ugh, I just can't, or I got to go, or oh my gosh, I have a meeting I got to drive across town to, or oh, I got to go to the grocery store. I'm pumping those beats, man. I'm just like, get up, get that energy flowing, gets my heart pumping, gets the blood flowing, and instantly makes me feel a little bit happier. The other thing that I recommend for feeling a little bit happier is just grabbing a piece of paper and writing down some things that I'm grateful for. So Izzy is just turned 16, and she's really struggling with just a lot of big emotions for quite a little girl and her she's seeing a therapist and her therapist is saying the same thing let's change those negative thoughts that that negative pattern of thinking where she's feeling sorry for herself and focusing on all the things that aren't going right how can we write down some things that are going right and Every time I witness her doing this, writing down these things that she's grateful for, I see a physical change in her. I see her mood elevate. I see her being happier. And I've been doing this. My therapist recommended the same thing. So I've been doing this for a while too. And just writing down things that I'm grateful for. I want you to think right now while you're listening to this of actually like, I know people say this but I wasn't doing it. I wasn't doing the work for so long. What are some things you're actually grateful for today? What are those things? I'm really grateful that it's fall and it's apple picking season. And I'm going to make time to go to do some apple picking with my family this weekend. And I'm so excited for that. We are carving pumpkins with my mom and my stepdad, who's really ill and he's doing so much better though. And so I get to spend time with him and make these memories with him. And I'm looking so forward to that. I took the rest of the afternoon off today and Joe and I are just hanging out together and having some much needed sort of couple time. It's so many positive, incredible things going on this weekend. I need to make sure I'm excited for those things and I'm acknowledging those things and I'm writing them down so I remember to focus on those. The next thing that I definitely recommend doing to instantly feel happier and to share some happiness is do something kind for a stranger. This is by far, it's like a drug. It is. It's, it's like a drug and you can get addicted to it. but 
man, it gives you a burst like nothing else. So if you're going through the drive-thru today and getting yourself a coffee, buy a coffee for the person behind you or open a door for someone or even something as simple as complimenting a stranger. Oh my gosh, I love your fall coat. It looks fantastic on you. Or those shoes are amazing. Or complimenting a mother who's with her children, just saying, you, you're such a great mother. I love seeing the way you interact with your kids. You're doing a great job. Little compliments have a big impact on someone's day. And when you make someone else happy, you can't help but feel happy right back. It feels so good to spread some positivity. And the last thing that you can do isn't something that I had ever thought about doing before, but Shannon talks about that. So I want to jump into that interview with Shannon right now so you can hear what she does and what she recommends doing to feel happier. And I'm just going to say it. I'm pretty sure Shannon from The DIYer is the happiest person I've ever met. So if she, any tips and tricks we can get from her, listen, this is what we need to do. Before we jump into that interview with Shannon, I got to thank KiwiCo for sponsoring today's podcast. KiwiCo knows a thing or two about delivering moments of awesome happiness from robots to rocket ships. All the projects are designed to spark fun and excitement for kids of all ages. My kids love getting their KiwiCo box. Every month we have a subscription box delivered and it's a project that's just about learning, but also fun. So we're working on art or we're working on STEM projects. We're building robots. We're creating some sciencey things. They're really excited to get this in the mail, and I'm always surprised how high quality the materials are and that everything you need is inside, so you don't have to go to the store and buy a bunch of supplies. As a parent, it's hard for me to always come up with creative ways to keep my kids off screens, to keep them engaged and keep them learning, but KiwiCo makes this easy. I also think this is a great Christmas gift idea with Christmas coming, a KiwiCo subscription. Listen, you can't go wrong. Right now, you can get your first month free off any crate line. Go to kiwico.com forward slash clutterbug. That's your first month free at kiwico.com slash clutterbug. We have Shannon, the daily DIYer here, and I've actually never met Shannon and you can't see her background, but let me just tell you, it is colorful, it is organized, and I'm feeling fabulous vibes coming from her right through the screen. So hi, Shannon, and welcome hi, to the podcast. Thank you so much hi. for having me. Yes, we definitely have the rainbow vibe going on over here. I love it. Okay. So tell me a little bit about you. Shannon is a YouTuber. I feel like you're the queen of sort of hacks over there watching your channel. I'm always so inspired. So tell us a little bit about your channel and where people can find you. Yeah. So my channel is the daily DIYer on YouTube and I have been working on that channel for over seven years now and it has definitely grown and changed and you know, the hacks is what I'm just loving right now. So that's what I'm going with. And 
you know, I used to do a lot of woodworking and I did daily videos for a long time. That's where the daily and daily DIYer comes from. Um, now it's more like once a week, but I pack my videos full of inspiration and content. Now, instead of one project, you'll get multiple projects, sometimes 25 projects in one video. Yeah, I saw and I see that. And I have to say, plus you have a second channel too. So you're you're doing two mm. channels. You have the Cozy Christmas Cottage too, which is amazing and doing so well. So I have to be honest because as a YouTuber, I put out one video a week and I'm busy. Mm. Are you working 24-7? Like, let's pull back the curtain here yes. and get real. This it, is a lot of work. It seems like it. It definitely seems like I wa I work around the clock. And the good thing is, is I love it though. You, It's harder to do things when you don't love it. And I absolutely love it. That's where the Christmas channel kind of came into play. I love Christmas so, so much. So just throwing that channel in just seemed natural for me. I do videos on there, not the whole year round. I do July through December. So it's more like half the year. I am pretty busy and crazy, and we just started Christmas on my DIYer channel too. So you're kind of going to get a double dose of a Christmas for the rest of the year. <laughs> I love that. And you, you are so creative. So I know you're an interior designer. That is your background. And you can tell because you have a fantastic eye, but all of your videos have so many ideas, like insane amounts of ideas going into that obviously you're a very creative person, but I'm wondering like, how do you keep coming up with all of these ideas? Tell me your secret. I'm over here because I'm struggling. I don't know what video I'm putting out next week. I don't know how you do it. And to do this for seven years, that is a lot. You're like a idea generating machine. Yeah, it feels like it. And I think that is kind of the secret to it. I have a book and I write down a lot of ideas, but really I don't plan out ahead. I do what is inspiring me in the moment. So if, you know, I'm having a hard time with one topic, I'll switch gears and say, you know, this you know, an organization video, I need to do this in my home right now. This is what my family needs. This is what I need to continue to be productive. Uh, so I'll switch gears completely. And if that's what fits in my lifestyle at that moment, that's what I focus on. Oh, I love that. I feel like my channel, I've been doing this for so long. It's the same thing. It's less about, this sounds terrible to say, but it's less about what I think people want to watch and more what's pertinent in my life right now. And so for a long time, I was really into organization. I still am obviously really into organization, but I'm also now making this like life change into self-awareness and trying to create more motivation and improve all the areas of my life where I'm fundamentally lacking is basically <laughs> I'm trying to adult over here. And so I bring a lot of that into my channel. And I see that you bring a lot of your personal, like yourself into mm -hmm. your channel too. Mm -hmm. You're going to get so many incredible, inspiring hacks and ideas for crafting and decorating. But I love that you also put some of you in your videos too. Yeah. I think with YouTube, we do this 
tug and pull type situation where we want to create content that inspires us, but at the same time, we want to take into account our viewers who are basically our friends. You know, we we listen to them and we value their opinions and their sweet comments. So budget friendly is definitely something I always keep in mind. So sometimes it's easy to just go out and buy things, but it can get really, really pricey. So that's kind of more of the work end of it is trying to do a spin on what would work for everybody, not just for me personally. Uh, so there is that tug and pull where you're like, I just want to do this. I don't want to film it. I just need this done sometimes, but you also want to be able to bring that to others so they can learn from it and you can be helpful too. Um, so yeah, especially with organization, I feel like we all kind of struggle with that sometimes, um, in a craft room, especially it may all look put together, but sometimes it's just all over the place, especially when you're working on a lot of projects at one time. So you want to be relatable and, um, know that these viewers, you know, we put on a pretty show, but some of it is magic in the background. <laughs> yeah. This is every time I watch your videos, here's what I think. Okay. I think, where does she store everything? Because you are constantly doing so many projects, yes. so many supplies, so many things you've made. I'm assuming you donate a lot of things or do you have like, I don't know, a warehouse in your backyard. Tell me, is your house filled with your supplies 24 seven? Because this is, a, you do this out of your home. This is a full-time job. What's your secret? So I did for a long time. I worked out of my kitchen and it was difficult because I ran an Etsy shop. I ran a YouTube channel and I also had to have a family and we have an eating kitchen. So it was constantly working, cleaning up and then cooking meals every day and getting it back out. So it was pretty difficult for a while, but I loved it so much and you prioritize. So what happened was <laughs> my, we were looking in our backyard one day and I said, you know, I'd really, I really wish I had my own space. We just don't have enough room in our home. Our home is a hundred over a hundred years old. We're working on renovating it right now. Um, and I really just needed my own space, especially because things grow and change and you need to evolve with it. So I told my husband, I said, you know, could we maybe put a shed in the backyard? And he said, sure I'm sure we could do that in a weekend <laughs> that is the famous last words it took us two years to build a she shed for me that just turned I just have these big ideas and when you have a supportive husband like I do who says yeah that's a great idea let's do that let's do that so I end up behind me is actually an office so I keep a lot of my supplies in there I keep a lot of my uh creative supplies up here with me so I can easily grab what I need from behind me or in drawers that are in front of me to keep everything at hand and gives me that pro productivity that I need to keep going with all these projects that I do. And it has been so, I'm just so grateful for it. And so are you filming in your she shed yes. too? Yes. And I wish because it's a podcast that you could see, but if I turn my camera around, it's a whole different setup. So I have a fireplace with built-ins. My Christmas is all out already. So I can have 
a Christmas kind of set, even though it's functional too. And then I have my kind of craft room set behind me and I'll, I, I put a big shiplap wall in so I can have a blank space if I need it. So it was, it was all of these big ideas kind of coming together to make a functional space and still a beautiful space. And one that I enjoy coming to every day. I think that has a lot to do with it. We need a space that we uh, feel creative in to be able to create things into. So yeah, I do most of my filming out here now. This is so fascinating. I'm so impressed. Oh, how big is this shed? So it is 12, it's, I mean, it seems small, but we put in um, 17 foot high ceiling. So um, it's 12 foot wide and 25 foot long. And we also have a loft that we can stand up in. So I made a space for my kids to be able to come out and hang out if they want. So they have a TV up there, beanbag chairs up there. So I wanted this to be a space that was also for our family, not just for me too. I wanted them to feel welcome that they could always come out here. And I do, my, my girls will come out, they have school projects and they'll start, you know, grabbing what they need for that. My son loves to craft too. He's nine. So yeah, it's kind of more of a family affair versus just, you know, business out here. And that is actually a perfect size too. That's a great size. Okay. I I'm assuming you have a tour on your channel. This is immediately, I'm running to yes. see this immediately. You should absolutely. So there's a playlist. There's a whole playlist of the whole process of us breaking ground and building it. Besides the foundation and the roof, we did everything basically and my husband there might have been a little help here and there with friends who help with siding and his dad that helped with the trusses but we pretty much did it all it took it took two years we didn't expect that but um, I'm so glad we did it it was a great learning experience it's so clever because I also film out of my house it is not a large house we have 1400 square feet we have three I have three kids just like you have three kids uh -huh. and I have employees that work out of this home too. So we are on top of each other. When we have to set up lights every day, then tear them down every night, move right. things around from space to space. I don't have space for a she shed in my backyard. <laughs> so I'm very jealous of you. <laughs> but also what a fantastic thing of just, you're a work from home mom, but mm. now you've given yourself a an office to go to, which yeah. is absolutely brilliant and so needed. So I love that. Okay. But we are going to talk mm -hmm. about, we're going to talk about some DIYs, some crafting, some easy things that our listeners yeah. can do, especially now that, yeah, you're right. Christmas is coming, but also like Thanksgiving is coming up. Mm -hmm. It's for us here in Canada this weekend, but in the States, it's coming up in November. I, I have a lot of listeners that are already surrounded by stuff and they're trying to declutter and they're trying to simplify their life. Mm -hmm. And yet I keep shoving down their throat. You should make something. You should do more. You should do crafts because I really truly believe the act of loving your home inspires you to care for your home more. So doing crafts and DIYs, it inspires me and so many others to actually tidy the space to keep yes. it clean mm -hmm. and to fall in love with your home again. So I would love to hear some of your sort of favorite projects or easy things that maybe some of our listeners can do that aren't necessarily going to fill their home or cost a lot of money, but really give you that 
loving feeling for your home again? Right. Um, I feel like I said, I've been doing a lot of hacks lately and I love taking things that we already have around our home, like clothespins, things like that, that you can multi-purpose. So they're affordable. You can get them from anywhere. You don't have to, I do a lot of Dollar Tree, but you can find them anywhere. And there are so many great purposes for every holiday, every season. You can hack them to be great for organization, great as a purposeful item that you use in your home. So I always try to find things like pizza pans or spackle that you already have around your house, coffee cups. I mean, mason jars, probably one of my absolute favorite things because you can just do so many things with them. I have a whole video for Christmas time just on gifts you can give in mason jars. So that's probably my absolute favorite thing to craft with, to organize with, to decorate with. And they're so inexpensive. And most people probably already have them around their home. I love that. I just saw your clothespin um, video actually yesterday. And you literally took a package of clothespins and a package of fall leaves. They were like leather from the Dollar Tree and pinned them on some twine on your mantle. Gorgeous. Like it looked like something I would find at HomeSense for $40. And And you made it for two? Yeah, maybe $2. That is the aim of the game with my channel is simple, quick, easy, affordable. That's what we do around here. Right. So as you're listening to this and you're thinking, okay, Thanksgiving is coming up. Um, I'm going to put a link actually to that video below because I just loved that clothespin video. But this is something really simple, pinning some leaves to your mantle or pinning leaves like on a piece of furniture that you have, even in your dining room. Yeah, ah, It's like you've yeah. decorated for Thanksgiving and fall in seconds yes. without spending a lot of money. And the great thing is, is you can take it apart and you can very easily store it for next year or use the clothespins for something else. You could even clip, take the leaves off, clip something on that's Christmassy or for winter so that it segues into the next season and holiday. I love things like that. I love that too. Okay. I have a question. I have a question because I, I should ask all of my podcast guests. What made you get started with a YouTube channel? Because I know so many times, obviously this is a passion and a hobby, but what made you decide one day, you know what, I'm going to film this and put it on YouTube. Yeah. So seven years ago, I know YouTube was around quite a while before that. Even Um, I had my son, like I said, he's nine years old now. And before that, I've been a small business owner for 15 years now. And so I was hand making little kids, hair bows, Halloween costumes, making onesies, tutus. And I was doing large expos in the St. Louis area that were like three days long, sometimes longer. We would be there late hours. It was a lot of prep. It was a lot of time getting ready for them. I absolutely loved it though, but I had my son And when he was about, it was, it was very difficult to get back. So I took a very long break from it, tried to segue back into it. And it was very difficult, um, being away from him, being away from the family and then putting in all of these hours at home and away from home. So, um, I was also creating things for friends and I thought, you know, there wasn't a whole big presence of DIYers on YouTube at the time. And so I saw that there was 
a need for that. And I jumped in and I, it was, it's so funny to look back at my first videos. Um, and I have over a thousand videos now. So it's kind of crazy to realize that there is so much of me from so long ago and how things have changed and how things have grown. And I couldn't be more grateful for just sticking with it and yeah, trying to figure out and navigate YouTube because it's its own kind of world. Yeah. And it's changing now. Um, so with the yes. TikTok coming in, mm -hmm. I'm not great at short yeah content. I don't really get it. I feel yeah. like 150 years old. I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> How is you? And my daughters are like, it takes two seconds to make a TikTok. I'm like, what are you? I just can't get it. I want your opinion on this whole short YouTube shorts and yeah. reels and TikTok movement. I don't know what else to call it. I think it is kind of the wave of the future. So it is um, important for us to kind of try to figure it out. Not that I'm great at it, but it's just kind of using what I've already created. Cause I think sometimes people don't have the time to sit and click and watch a 10, 15, 20 minute video, but you know, just scrolling through, they may catch a quick 10 or 15 second DIY and then wonder about you and come find you. And then maybe find your channel that way or your content that way, and then learn to, learn the content that you create. So as much as it's been difficult, um, it's been fun too. I do not quite understand the whole algorithm behind all of the different platforms. I just kind of make the content and throw it up and hope people watch and hope people like it because <laughs> yeah, same. people can be a little uh, critical whenever it comes to different platforms like Instagram, TikTok, especially. I, I don't really <laughs> understand it and read comments. So I'm oblivious. Yeah. I'm not even really an analytics person. I'm just like, this feels nice to share with somebody, or this seems like something I'm passionate about today. Let's put it on the internet. And I love talking to other YouTubers because I have so many friends and families and acquaintances who have so much talent, who have incredible hobbies, who have so many just amazing things that they're great at. And I'm always thinking in my head, why are you not sharing this right. on the internet? Right. Even if you're just picking up a fo your phone and recording it for your own personal friends on Facebook. And I know this is very scary. It is very scary, but it's also so fulfilling to be able to grow a sort of community online of they like you said they are sort of friends they're friends they're part of your community so were you scared when you first started and do you have advice for anyone listening who's maybe like I love doing this thing I would love to put a video out but it's terrifying Yes. And I get those messages and I get those comments too. And when I first started, I really wanted it to be almost like a show. I wanted to kind of take my own personality out of it. I just really wanted it to be a tutorial. Like you do step one, two, and three. So it was really hard uh, to kind of progress and grow and learn that people are there for you. They're there to be there with your family and see 
the personal side of things, not just a tutorial. And maybe some people are, maybe the majority are. So I still try to keep it very professional as much as I can. Um, but for those that are worried about it, know that everybody is. I think we all are. It's kind of hard to put yourself out there. Um, but I love seeing those people that send me projects that they've made and tagged me in those projects. That is probably the biggest win for me is just cheering others on like you can do this and then seeing it come to life. Um, so I feel like you gain so much out of it whenever you do step outside of your comfort zone, try it, you know, there's nothing saying you can't, if it's not for you, it's not for you. And that is okay. Um, but you may find a whole new world like I did. That is just incredible. Meeting people like you, being able to do some traveling, um, meeting brands and showing off their new products. It's, it's really been a fun journey. So I think if you just take that one step out, you may just open up this whole new world you didn't know was possible. Yeah, I, for sure. And it definitely isn't for everyone, but even if you do make an incredible craft, taking a photo and posting it to friends and family, there's something really incredible about having the ability to inspire others or, right. Is It feels so good. I feel like it feels so good to, to grow to just share with each other, to share positivity with each other. And that's what this is all about. Whether we're organizing or we're doing a craft or a DIY, it's a little bit of sunshine in someone else's day and sunshine in our day too. So, And you may not realize that you're inspiring people, even if you're just sharing. And my biggest, my big quote that I say is take the negativity out of creativity because it is, it just should be a positive space. One that you can share with others, be proud, you know, have others build you up and keep you going with the creativity. I can tell you're a crazy positive person. So I have to ask Yes. Yes. Are you like positive affirmations? Like, how are you literally sunshine and rainbows? I know your background is rainbows, but I can feel it coming off of you. I can tell you are just a really positive person. (laughs) What is your secret? I think, you know, my mom, she has just instilled it in me. I I've been very fortunate to have wonderful people in my life, positive people who have, um, supported me in my crazy big ideas. And when you can just get a hold of your creativity and let it out into the world, it's just very empowering. So yeah, I mean, you know, not life isn't always sunshine and rainbows, but you can create a positive space for yourself and others too, and just be happy. I always, um, I read a thing, (laughs) I've read a couple of things is, you know, that my kids, you should hug them until they don't want to hug you anymore. You know, you give them that much love until they don't need it anymore. I always pick my kids up with a smile on my face because no matter how crazy my day is, I don't need that to kind of rub off on them. So I don't know. I think I've just kind of been in that positive spirit and it makes me feel good. So if it makes me feel good, it's got to be great, you know, at least helpful for others, I would hope. I I feel happier just talking to you. Like I really do. <laughs> you are obviously such a positive person and everything you've said has been 
coming from gratitude. You're, yes, you're, you, when you talk about your family and your husband and just everything, yes. um, I can just feel your, your gratefulness and your gratitude and your positivity and everything that you do, which is so refreshing. And I <laughs> love that. And I'm trying to work on that, Shannon. Listen, I'm trying hey, to do like positive affirmations. Yes. Yeah. Um, rainbows add some color to your life it does not hurt at all you know how how do you be mad when you walk into a space with color i always said when i was growing up i would i wanted a room in my home to be a different color like every single room to be a different color um and i don't have my my son he's so funny because he'll ask me what's your favorite color today because i don't have a favorite color every day is something different depends on my mood and i think color has a lot to do with our mood you know they say that about paint color on your walls and what colors you should paint in your bedroom versus your kitchen because some can make you calm and some can make you hungry so yeah and I mean you know I learned a lot of that through my interior design courses too um and just you are radiating I mean you have beautiful colored glasses and a bright pink <laughs> shirt yes. and I love your earring you're just like yeah, yeah. you're just yes. color Yes. And happiness. Happiness. Yeah. I need, I'm wearing black over here. I'm feeling a little, but being in your no. presence, I'm feeling a little happier. I'm going <laughs> to try that. Like yellow earrings, you know, that's, that's all, you know, a pop of color. You don't have to go full on rainbow like I do over here. <laughs> I love that. A pop of color. So even if you're pop feeling low or just a little, even with the seasons changing, right? Mm -hmm. I always find that I'm a little more tired and a little more low but I love putting on a bright pink sweater right mm -hmm. when you feel like yeah. that open your closet and grab something colorful and and really focus on the positive and and I don't know just hearing you talk in such a positive way is inspiring me to to do the same I'm so impressed and I hope everyone listening you just have to go and check out her channel and check her out on all social media because even if you aren't a big crafter or DIYer, I promise you're going to find inspiration. And more than that, you're going to walk away feeling happier after watching your videos. So tell us again yeah. where we can find all of your good stuff and your new channel. Okay, so The Daily DIYer on YouTube. Also at the, the same handle at the daily DIYer on all social media platforms, Instagram. Yes, I'm doing TikTok. Um, and then the Cozy Christmas Cottage on YouTube and Instagram as well. And just yeah, so my I feel like my job, part of my job is being insp inspirational to others, but honestly, I get that right back in return. So I appreciate anybody that comes over to check out my channel. Well, thank you so much. I'm right now like going to run and go check out your she shed because <laughs> this is goals for me. I cannot wait to see this and such a clever thing to do to create something in your backyard for your business. Um, yeah, brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. It was a pleasure, a pleasure meeting with you. Thank you so, so much. And thank you to all of you guys listening and I'll see you guys next time.